new concepts and ideas to help you reach your full potential. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to the Success 101 podcast. So excited to have you guys here this morning for live episode number 21 as I'm diving into vision building activities number three and four from my book, From Success to Significance. So many people have asked to grab a copy of this book. We've been sending them out like crazy this past week. So get your hands on it now while I'm offering it for free. And remember, all you have to do is head over to success101podcast.com forward slash the dash book. Again, success101podcast.com forward slash the dash book to grab your own copy. I'm giving it out for free. All I'm asking is that you cover the shipping and handling on this. You're not going to be able to find that for very long. So go grab yourself a copy. I had so many people asking that as I'm going through these live episodes, doing a review or a breakdown of these vision building activities, They wanted to get their hands on it, and I thought, heck, why not just offer it for free, cover the shipping on it, that way you've got your own copy to go through as we're going through these vision-building exercises and helping you guys move on from greater levels of success to massive significance. Today's episode is brought to you by The Human Charger. Head over to humancharger.com or success101podcast.com forward slash humancharger and in the promo code enter success101 to get 20% off the sun in your pocket. Many of you have grabbed your own human charger already and you've heard me rave about this product that really is like the sun in your pocket. You stick in these earbuds and after a 12-minute session of super bright white with blue infused light, You feel like you've been staring at the sun. You don't have to pound caffeine and you're awake. Circadian rhythms are reset. And I cannot tell you, especially for you guys that travel quite a bit, how valuable this is for you guys to hit peak performance. Go grab yours today at success101podcast.com forward slash human charger and at the promo code enter success101 to get your 20% off. Now on to the book, From Success to Significance. I've loved your comments that have come in so far from this book. Keep sending them. Don't stop. It's what keeps me going and keeps me energized and really lets me know what questions you guys have out there that I can help clarify or just what you're feeling by going through these activities. I'm skipping vision building number two for the time being. I'm going to come back and tackle it in a later episode, but I've done the pyramid flip on a couple of Facebook live videos. Some of you have heard that before out there, and I want to make progress here in the book by diving into vision building activity number three, which is identifying your unique ability. Stephen Covey once said, when you engage in a work that taps your talent and fuels your passion, that rises out of a great need in the world that you feel drawn by conscience to meet. Therein lies your voice, your calling, your soul's code. And do yourself a favor, guys. Go out and study a ton from Dan Sullivan. He is just kind of an at-far mentor to me. I've studied so much of his stuff. He's the founder of Strategic Coach, and he spends a ton of time with his clients discussing their unique ability, which is really where this phrase and this idea came from. And it's that unique combination of talent and passion that reflects not only what a person loves to do, but also what he's good at doing. And what we really did here in this section is we provided a brief explanation of the unique ability, but I think to truly understand and capitalize on your own unique ability, you really have to go check out the resources at strategiccoach.com, or you can read Unique Ability by Catherine Nomura, Julia Waller, and Shannon Waller. Both of those resources, strategiccoach.com or the book Unique Ability, are going to help you guys frame your own unique ability 
and really help you understand, as Mark Devine talks about, are you feeding the courage or the confident wolf or are you feeding the fear wolf? So many of us out there that are high performers don't spend the time to go through and really understand why we should be confident of showing up every day. We look at our negative experiences. We look at our failures as the defining moment that knocks us down a notch. So I'm really excited to dive into this unique ability section and really help you understand the importance of it. And if you truly take the time to dive into this, I can promise you it's going to be rewarding for you. You guys who heard my Mark Divine podcast that just came out this past week know that he talks a ton about confidence as it relates to your achievement or your abilities and really recognizing those abilities and not looking at failure as the end result. Not looking at the last 24 hours or six months as the defining moment of who we are in life, but truly focusing on our unique ability and feeding the courage or the confident wolf like we have to do every day as high performers. You could almost say the purpose of the unique ability is to reach an understanding of that specific component of your being that allows you to achieve and thrive and at the same time reach fulfillment. Here's a word of caution, though, guys, about the unique ability. You're going to have to have an open mind. You're going to have to broaden your perspective. And the hard part is you're going to have to seek insight from your friends, family, coworkers to discover what they truly believe it is that drives you. Oftentimes when we see ourselves in a mirror or a photograph, the depth, the color, the layers, the real picture goes unseen. You see only one side of the picture. And the same principle, as you can imagine, applies when applying and evaluating your strengths and weaknesses or getting those written down and what it is that you're contributing to the world. I heard a phrase long ago from my good friend Alex that will stay with me for the rest of my life. He said, the world grades us on our actions, whereas we always grade ourselves on our intentions. Think about that, guys. The world grades us on our actions. It's so easy in life when people are criticizing us or maybe not even criticizing. Maybe they're really calling out something for accountability that we did wrong, a misstep out there maybe. How easy is it for us to say, oh, I can see how you thought this is what I did, but here was really what I was thinking when I did that, or here was my intention behind that. It doesn't matter, guys. Your intention doesn't matter. Again, you're seeing one side, one layer of the picture. Other people are going to be able to draw out things. They're going to be able to tell you things, things you may not really want to hear in the moment, but that are going to be so helpful for you. Another person's experience of you will undoubtedly be subtly different or sometimes greatly different than your own. And I encourage you guys to do that as you go through this exercise. It's going to help you gain a fuller picture of your abilities. And here are a few questions that I want you to think about. We've got some examples here in the book, but you may want to put pen to paper and formulate your own. In fact, I would encourage that. But I want you to ask your friends and family members and colleagues, people that maybe you're close with and then people that you're not so close with, but that interact with you on a daily basis. We don't want to only ask people that we respect and we think that they're going to give us the answers that we want to hear or people that are very fond of us. We want to ask the other people that we may not have super great relationships with, but yet we are in close proximity, close quarters with them each day. Ask questions such as, what am I best at? What do you think I'm exceptionally skilled at doing considering my attitude, energy, and enthusiasm? Number three, what are my strengths and when do I shine? Number four, what is the single attribute that most accurately describes me? And guys, what this is going to do, this insight is going to allow you to see the sides of you that are present in every relationship and therefore lead to a greater understanding of what drives you. Curtis has experienced this best out of the two of us by working with Dan Sullivan and really diving into the book, Unique Ability, he was able to narrow this unique ability to the following. Curtis says, my unique ability is meeting, befriending, and connecting people to help them create bigger futures, reaching their most amazing future sooner than anyone expects. 
Honing in on this unique ability reminded Curtis of the things that he does not like doing or is not good at doing, which reinforced the distinction between his wants and his shoulds, just as we talked about last time. How can we fill up more of our day with our wants versus our shoulds? One of the things about Curtis that you'll see many times in this book is he does not particularly like administrative activities. He likes making decisions. He's really good at making decisions, but he's not a strong researcher. When he got feedback on his unique ability, not a single person out there said organizational or research skills were a strong point for him. And with the information that he received, he was able to make critical decisions to help reach higher levels of peak performance and efficiency each day. He was able and more free to say no to those activities that fell outside of his unique ability. Why? Because he had identified it, just as you're going to do. Instead, it allowed someone who was more capable and more enthusiastic about performing those activities to go and carry out the job. Someone in his family, someone on his team, someone close to him in life that was trying to accomplish a certain purpose. Guys, I'm certain you have many things out there that you like doing. And reading Unique Ability, the book that I mentioned, and or joining Strategic Coach... That is going to help you distinguish between those things you like doing and those at which you also excel and other activities you simply enjoy. And by focusing on the former for your vocation and the latter for your hobbies, you're going to be able to find that healthy balance, that happy balance, that integration between the things that you excel at and then other activities that you simply enjoy. But just remember, both of these are in the category of wants. Again, we're trying to keep the shoulds off of our calendar as much as possible. I'd also encourage you guys to go and take the Colby Index. Many of you have heard about that out there before. I've spoken to many of you about it since the book came out. But the Colby Index is just a 36-item questionnaire that's intended to tell a person how he or she ticks. Very different than an IQ test, which tells you what you can do, or a personality test, which tells you what you want to do. The Colby Index will tell you what you will or will not do by measuring your natural instincts. And that's super invaluable when it comes to determining a vision for your life and really defining your unique ability in this exercise. One other source I'll give you as we wrap up this idea for your unique ability, another valuable tool in the toolbox you can use is Marcus Buckingham's book, Now Discover Your Strengths. He's got a strength finder test in there that's going to help you clarify where you should be spending your time for maximum results. Again, we want to be highly efficient and we want to work toward our wants and not our shoulds. You can check out his resources at MarcusBuckingham.com or you can check out the Colby example that I gave on Colby, K-O-L-B-E.com. Both of those are going to have great, great information for you framing your unique ability. So the drill here, guys, is to put pen to paper, to think about the things that are positive, the things that you should be noticing in yourself as to when you turn it on, the things you love doing, the things that excite you and energize you, not the things that you just really like doing. And then you're going to have to feed the courage wolf. You're going to have to go out and you're going to have to ask those questions to friends, coworkers, family members. Again, not just people that you know are extremely fond of you or great friends that you have. I'll run through those questions again one more time, but you need to formulate some of your own. Number one, what am I best at? Number two, what do you think I'm exceptionally skilled at doing considering my attitude, energy, and enthusiasm? Number three, what are my strengths and when do I shine? And number four, what is the single attribute that most accurately describes me? Those are just a few of the examples we give in the book to give you a runway to get going, but I look forward to hearing what other questions you guys have come up with. Probably outside of the highlight reel, my favorite activity. The tragedy of life is not in the fact of death, but in what dies inside of you while you live. Norman Cousins. Great quote. It's pretty common, right? We've all used to-do lists as a means of tracking things. We need to get this done. We need to get that done. However, most of you have figured out by now, or you will if you haven't, those are nothing more than transactional documents for crossing chores off the list. 
We want you guys to experience a quantum leap by creating a transformational document. So using the previous activities we've talked about, the highlight reel, the pyramid flip that some of you have heard me describe before, and I'll catch in a later episode, the unique abilities drill, and then now the to-be list. You're going to use all of this to build on each other as you craft this incredible to-be list, and it's going to help you identify who you want to be in your life. This is a byproduct of all the previous activities that's going to establish who you want to be as the driving force for everything else. One of my main purposes that I try to live my life out for, and one of the things that really stood out whenever I went through my unique ability exercise with others, was a connection to an obvious aspiration. I want to be a man seeking God's heart. That is the first item on my to-be list for those of you who have the book and have seen that. Creating this to-be list is going to be one of the most powerful things that you guys do if you actually take the time to do it, and I hope you guys do. The first time I went through this exercise, it was a little bit of a rough draft, and I was able to go back through round two and hone this so that it was an incredibly impactful exercise for me, and I hope it is for you as well. Remember, using activity number one through three to build on each other as your inspiration, you're going to create a bulleted list of phrases that describe who you want to be. Consider the answers to some of these questions we've put in the book. Number one, what do I want people to say about me when I am not in the room? Number two, what do I want my spouse and children to think about me? Number three, what kind of personal brand do I want to have? Number four, in what ways do I want to embrace life? Number five, what are the qualities that are most important to me each day? Number six, what hobbies that bring me joy, peace, or inspiration do I want to pursue the most? Number seven, how do I want to grow spiritually? Number eight, where can I serve others and make an extraordinary impact and significance? Number nine, what do I want my approach to health and fitness to be? And number 10, a big outside the box future question here. Imagine I'm voted person of the year. Why? What did I do to earn this recognition? What would I have to do to earn this recognition? You're going to create this bulleted list that's going to be very powerful for you, as I mentioned. And I wanted to give you just an example of a few of mine. And all of these are going to start with to be. To be a man seeking God's heart. To be a faithful husband without a hint of blurred lines. To be a present and devoted father who strives to make lifelong memories with my children intentionally rather than by just showing up. To be a student of life and business always learning. To always find ways I can better serve others. To be a friend and source of trust whom others can count on when it matters the most. To always be in a state of gratitude for my many blessings and abilities. To be an encouraging spouse, father, employer, and mentor to others. To be a man who courageously takes on life, seeing the opportunities without getting sucked into the day-to-day negatives around me. What will yours be? What will that bulleted list look like for you? You may have to revise it many times. I know I have. Again, the first time I went through it, I didn't understand the weight of this exercise. And once I finished it, I really looked back and understood how powerful this could be, and it made me dig deeper. I probably made four revisions of it the first time I went through But I really encourage you guys to take the time and do this the right way because it's going to show a lot about yourself that you desire to be. And here's the deal, guys. A lot of the things on the list are not going to be things that you are necessarily doing right now. I know whenever I first went through my to-be list, I hesitated putting down things that I was so far off the mark of. But that's growth, right? That's learning. That's sharpening. We don't always need to put down the things that we're doing perfect. In fact, that's really not the drill of this exercise at all. Some of those things you might be doing already. Some of those things you might know that you need a tremendous amount of work on. Heck, some of them you may not be doing at all, but you know deep down at the core of your being, that is the man or woman you desire to be. Try to not fall into this trap of only putting down things, even though it's a to-be list. Try to not fall in this trap of only putting down things that you're working toward right now 
or you can see yourself quickly achieving because I don't think that's going to help you grow. And what I do with my to-be list is I have it here in the morning at my office. I review it daily. And I would encourage you about every 12 months, revise that to-be list. Those things shouldn't necessarily change if they truly are at the core of what you're trying to achieve and accomplish and the person you're trying to become or to be. But you're going to have little nuances that change within each one of those as you define what that means for you. As it plays out in real life, not just a bullet point on paper, which is a great guide to go by. But as it plays out in life, those things are going to change, little nuances. You're also going to add in other 2B items as you grow and mature. But if we're not pausing, if we're not taking time to truly do a bulleted list like this, which is very easy to skip over or very easy to do it and then never look at it again and think you've gotten it tucked away or you've gone through the exercise and checked the box. If we're not pausing to do this the right way, we will not reflect and see not only the person we are today, but truly deep down the person our subconscious mind tells us we want to become and is leading us in that direction. Guys, in our next episode, I'm going to go into your personal legacy, another top activity in my opinion for you guys to go through. It's one of the ones that I love the most outside of the highlight reel and the to be list really writing down your personal legacy. Too many people get out to the end of their life and they've got a heavy burden of regret and longing. I look forward to diving into that with you next time. So as we wrap up the podcast here today on vision building activity number three and four, I hope you're really putting pen to paper, not just writing down something on an iPad or not just typing out something on your computer. The brain is linked to learning and writing down research would tell you writing it down, reviewing it daily is going to be the most impactful way of locking all of this in. If you guys would like to connect directly with me, send an email to my team and I at info at success101podcast.com or catch me in the world of social media on Facebook under the Success 101 Facebook page or on Instagram under the name at success101podcast. I'll catch you guys on the next awesome episode of the Success 101 Podcast. Until then.